Welcome to Racist Race, a podcast about the British East Asian experience where we talk about all things Asian and not. I'm Akina. I'm Jem. And I'm Connor. <laughs> and I do not know your random Chinese friend from school, man. Come on. How often <laughs> do you really get that? A lot. Really? If, well, at first, really? at first, it was like, oh, is your name blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. And I'm like, oh. Do you know that? I'm like, no. Why would I know some random person you just said? <laughs> it never made sense to <gasps> me because there are so many Chinese people in the world. Surely it'll be less likely that you guys know each other. Yeah, you know, for us to know each other. I don't think. Was that how? I don't know how probability works. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten that. Because no one knows what you are. Because, no, I've gotten that actually, but with South Asians, because people think I'm South Asian. So a lot of South Asians, like I got it on the tube once, a lady was sitting in front of me and she leaned over and she was like, are you Priya? (laughs) And I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't think I've got, oh no, I have. I have. People used to always seem to think I was precious. Oh, really? I get stopped on the streets and they were like, precious? <laughs> but did, no. has anyone ever come to you saying like, do you know such and such? And you're like, who is that? I, more, I, like, say if I find out someone knows a Philippine, I'm like, oh, what are their names? So then I'm like, maybe I know them. But but it makes sense for Filipinos us. Filipinos know everyone. Yeah, but no, that's different though. It makes We're allowed to ask if we know them. But so no, no, you're not supposed to go up to a random Asian person and be like, do you know this other random Asian person? Oh, I don't think that's really ever happened to me. No. Also, I think I usually ask before anyone asks me. Because you're that oh. excited. And I feel very disconnected from our community because I think all Filipinos do know each other, but I just don't. In London. To be like, say, like, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, all the London people know each other and I'm like, oh, I don't know them. No. I've lived here now for six years and I have not like gotten into the filipino community i'm getting into it you also don't go to church i made some friends during lockdown during lockdown today we have a rice served with shooting your shot so jem what were you (laughs) talking to uh your new friend about that leads on to this episode um Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm single now. And about a month ago, um, I got back onto, well, I say got back onto, but I've never had it, um, Bumble. Right. And um, so I'm currently speaking to someone right now, only one person, because I'm naturally very monogamous. And even when I'm speaking to people, I can do it one by one. Um, and it's a long game. It is hard. We've both spoken about how like it is obviously difficult to like be speaking to someone during this lockdown with like not knowing when it will end. Um, and it's been going on for like three weeks now, and like speaking to someone like every day is kind of like terrifying because I don't do this. But I was saying um, to I was saying to a friend, if you think about it, right now during quarantine is technically the best time to be talking to someone on a dating app because you know that they're not going to be talking to you because they want quick sex. 
because they can't yeah, that is get true. quick sex. They can't so they get... have to talk to you and you can like pick out the ones who just want a relationship. Also, video dates. Video dating is a new thing that came about in the last month. It's freaking weird though. Have you tried it? It is so weird. Have you tried it? Um, no, we've had phone calls and we've FaceTimed once. I'm surprised you're not on Hinge. Oh, that's be- okay. So this is the thing, right? Like, I wasn't really looking for, like, I feel like there's levels to it. Because, like, Tinder seems to be, like, if you want something quick, you know? Yeah. Bumble is, like, a step up where you're, like, kind of want some conversation. Um, And then Hinge, I feel like, is for people who are really genuinely looking for love. Oh, really? Like a partner. Um, I thought Hinge was just a pretentious artist. No, but, like, you answer questions, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I've helped a few friends um, get on Hinge, and like, that was when I was still in a relationship. I'd help them with their profile and everything. And I was like, this is a lot of effort for a dating app. And I feel like if you're going to put that much effort into it, you're probably looking for something long term. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I wasn't really looking for that. Um, and the thing is, so kind of. Because obviously our episode is talking about shooting your shot. Bumble for me was super intimidating because I have never been the person to message first or come up to a guy first. And nothing like that. I don't make the first move. I wait. Um, and also in terms of like waiting, I'm usually I'm quite clueless and oblivious to if someone likes me or like thinks i'm cute or whatever i can believe unless they say Mm. it straight i i like Mm, i need someone to just lay it out on the table Mm. um and bumble yeah was terrifying because there you the girl has to message first and i was like this is so weird i didn't know that yeah Yeah, bumble's all the girl messages first that stops a lot of of dick pics i feel like yeah Yeah. it does okay so it did and at the beginning i was finding like oh this is really weird and i don't like it and like but i'm gonna like push myself to it because i'm a feminist and i believe women should be able to make the first <laughs> good move on blah, you blah, blah. <laughs> yeah and so then when i started i was like actually i feel really empowered like and i felt like i was in control of the situation like if i didn't like the guy's reply i don't need to message again and i don't feel bad that i i'm ghosting you now like it it felt good because i'm the person that i hate being rude and i'm always polite Mm. and even if it puts me in an uncomfortable position but i felt like with bumble i felt like i was in complete control of every situation i was in um and it felt great and i liked it a lot yeah i think that's a good like trigger to make women who think like you start thinking that they don't need to be like the nice girl and Mm -hmm. you can ghost and you can stop talking to someone if you want to stop talking to them yeah ghosting ghosting isn't that deep but people treat it like the end or be your like situation i mean yeah people have lies other than this yeah weird ass conversation that you're having with them right now yeah so you've been finding it easier to like approach people through bumble yeah because i also in my mind i realized like after i got over the initial idea of like well am i being rude um i was like i'm never gonna see these people i don't need to see these people and i don't need to care what they think of me if i don't want to reply to you then i'm not gonna reply yeah um and 
yeah before i used to be thinking like oh god i'm such a bitch but it's like it's not it's i i don't know what i'm like now because obviously i'm in a long-term relationship are you yeah you know that (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't know how i would approach like asking someone out or um telling someone i like them now at my current state but i know in the past i've definitely been like you and i've never approached anyone um who took my interest uh and if i was interested in someone and i felt like they were interested in me too like i had an inkling my strategy would always be true to mean and that's how you tell them you like them yeah but i always feel like <laughs> society society wise is, is never tell the girl to go off and it's always tell the girl to be chased and stuff yeah and mm-hmm. wait and wait yes, and for wait sure. for it which like caused a lot of problems because growing up as a as a pre-teen teenager pre yeah you could have <laughs> just said pre-teen i meant teenager as a teenager who read why books and watched like disney channel shows they really put a pedestal on a crush so like even if it's like the most basic feelings of you fancying someone, you really in your mind put it up into like some sort of like this is like you have one shot. Um, you have to make a grand you gesture. You have to make it count. Um, it's really nerve wracking. But if you teach like stop teaching kids putting girls on pedestals like this because one, it's very like damaging for the girl mm, yeah. and their ego and how they feel like they have to be because they're on this high pedestal. And two, it's damaging for the guy putting all these girls above what they actually are humanly, kind of in a way, um, as like John Green puts it, putting someone on a pedestal higher than you is still dehumanizing them because you're treating them more than what they actually are. Yeah, does that that makes a lot of sense. Which is what the problem is in the whole young, um, yeah, young life dating culture. Mm. Have you, like? Do you approach? I know just from experience. Because <laughs> I put a bunch of girls on such high pedestals and when I would even mention anything about liking them, it would be the most stressful, sweating experience. felt like gem. Sweating experience <laughs> of my life. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I heard that in a delay. That was just made me... <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I'm literally sweating so bad right now and I don't even know why. It's like a cold sweat. That's just, okay, anyway, you don't need to know that. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um... <laughs> So do you think you'd be different now? I think I'd be different now. I think if I'd like someone and I'm like pretty confident that I did and I'm like, yeah, I would shoot, I would shoot my shot like properly. Just be like, as we say, our Terrace House them. So for people who don't know, Terrace House is a docu-soap reality show on Netflix that um, you can, it's your show, you explain it. Yeah, so I started watching this <laughs> Japanese uh, reality show where it's essentially Big Brother. Like, there's a bunch of strangers living in a house, um, except it's much calmer than Big Brother in that it's not about, like, the fights. It's really mostly about them connecting with each other and forming friendships and relationships with each other. Um, and I. So is it like Love Island? <laughs> less trashy. Yeah, so, like, it's not trashy at all. Which they can weird. leave the house. They can live their lives. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they're not just like going stir crazy in this house together. So there's less fights than like Western British American shows. Um, they're kind of just, you're just watching them. 
like live their lives and start fancying each other. Um, but the way that I think it's cultural because the way that they ask each other out or tell each other they like each other is so much more mature, clear and mature. Um, they like just sit down together and be like, um, I like you. Do you like me? Yes or no? What are we going to do about it? And it's like, I seriously appreciate that. And if I had just adopted wow. that. Yeah, but like y- you watch it. You're like, life would be so much easier. I know. Exactly. If I just adopted that straight from the get go when I was a teenager, it would save me so much like stress <laughs> and time. Like, does he yeah. like me? Does he not? Should I tell him? It's but not- also, yeah. I actually kind of. There are times when I hate that stage, but I also like that stage, the whole guessing game. Because it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of fun. I liked Until, it like, as a teenager. Do you, just mean, do you just mean you like flirting? Um, Cause I think yeah, that- but like, I don't, I don't think I flirt. I'm just a friendly person. Like, I don't think I, I've never been the whole like, I don't know, like fluttering my eyelashes. And I don't, Jim, this is not like a know. 1950s like rom-com you don't know what you know what i mean like i don't i don't i don't think i flirt i don't know do you know so. do i know if she flirts yeah um i've not i've not seen you flirting i think you just you giggle more when i've seen you around a guy <laughs> that you like um and you you're giggly anyway so i yeah. notice it what, i, I notice it when you different. giggle more what's more though like constantly just laughing it's a different <laughs> vibe, just cause no matter what he says. Yeah. No, it's a different, it's a different type of giggle. I don't know. I, Maybe I like I joke more with a person, but like I don't think I outwardly like. You know how there are some people who are super like, you can just tell that they are just flirting. Yeah, um, I'm but not. No, it, I'm not like that. It's not like they don't. They don't flirt. They have the flirtation stage still, but like <clears throat> when it comes to like when their feelings are actually real for each other and they want oh, a right. relationship yeah, when there's feelings involved yeah, yeah. that's yeah, when they yeah, say so it's much better straight. if you're just honest yeah and i've seen in some episodes when they have like confessed their feelings this for is each not other by no i wish it was <laughs> when they confess their feelings for each other and they get rejected it's so calm how they react to it it's like okay thank you for telling me now i can move on and it's like that is blowing my mind how simple it could be <laughs> yeah i feel like this should just be the system that is kind of the normal and everyone should adopt because it saves so much time and also it saves so much anxiety for people about guessing mm. like oh no like what she likes me what she doesn't like me what if i do this like uh she's gonna hate me forever afterwards yeah going back to what you were saying about the boy having to ask first i definitely held that deep within my ideology yeah i know (laughs) and i was like (laughs) i was like he has to make the move because it's just more romantic that way yeah that's a bad thing yeah i'm i would say i'm a very strong feminist but then it's sometimes hard because I'm also a very, very big romantic. And so there's things like I have like a constant battle in my head being like, but that's romantic, but that's also anti-feminist. Like, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's yeah. all the rom-coms that we watched growing up. Yeah, we, yeah. as we discussed before, early 2000s rom-coms are very damaging. <laughs> but fun. Uh, <laughs> but I I, I think I'm I'm getting more to a stage now where I'm thinking... 
I could make the first move. Just do it, man. I think, you know what, girls out there Maybe. listening to this right now, take it from a man. <laughs> Please shoot your shot and say stuff because, uh, like, if you get rejected. To be honest, you're, you're... I have a newfound respect, I think, for. for the asking not out. that men need more respect, but as in, like, <laughs> I never realized. <laughs> You don't need more respect, man. <laughs> like, you really have things easy. But, like, I, I never really realized how, like, anxiety-inducing yeah, but making I think the that first is, move can be. I think be. that is the whole putting, putting it up so important on a pedestal type thing. If it was just, like, I like this person, let's see if they like me or not. And then if you're fine with rejection, then, you know... Also, let's deal with this now. Men, mainly, if someone says no, don't chase them. No. Yeah, <laughs> until they say yes, because that's not how asking someone out works. Because yeah. you realize when you watch all these old shows, they're always like really like not giving up on the girl until she says yes. And that's seen as the more like manly or positive attribute to have. Like if you're if you're relentless, if, chased. if you're relentless as a man and you just keep trying and keep trying they pose that as like the good thing to have yeah and the person's mm -hmm. like oh look this person really does like me because he keeps coming to my door at night asking if he wants to go out yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean there was a very good there was a very good episode yeah there was a very good episode of sex education on this um the prom episode mm -hmm, yeah where that guy kept asking his girl to prom oh, and, yeah. then he, and then like um, that was a really good episode. When he was hanging from the moon or whatever. And he was saying that I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, he's like, oh, good, I love yeah. you. And the girl's like, um, we have like one class together. I don't even know you. Yeah. Like, don't don't form this romantic relationship with someone in your head. Because I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's yeah. the thing. I think with crushes, because often it ends up like... You you've built an image of this person in your head without actually knowing that much about them. So often when you have a crush and then you actually get to a stage of, um, I don't know, like even speaking to them or going on a date, they're nothing like what you imagined in your head and you've completely romanticized the situation and then it ends up being a disappointment. Yeah, putting, yeah, putting someone on a pedestal. Exactly that. Yeah. Don't, just don't do it. People aren't this wondrous just speak to them yeah they're not yeah. gonna fix all your problems they're not gonna like you know make your life infinitely better they're just a person yeah yeah i think that's the great thing right now for me like in this lockdown like in normal circumstances i wouldn't speak to anyone um what? to the extent i have been oh okay she means like um, speak speak yeah okay that's what <laughs> yeah, I, speak, I speak. That. yeah because usually <laughs> i think the stages of like when i was dating at uni you like well, the thing is, when I was at uni, the majority of people like I went on dates with, I actually knew. Um, they were like a friend of a friend or my friend. So you kind of like know each other a little bit before and then you'd go on a date and then you'd maybe text a little bit in between and then you go on another date and then, you know, it's it's kind of paced out mm. um, and you start learning things about them bit by bit. But then because in this lockdown, all you can do is talk. And if you're talking like, like the way I have, like every day for three weeks, I feel like I actually know a lot more about this person than I usually would about any other person after knowing them for three weeks. 
you're also not as um, like self conscious, I guess, when you you're online. Because when I was oh, I don't know. I I feel like I would be less. I mean, I'm not dating now. Obviously, I'm, I was always better talking to girls over MSN than. <laughs> <laughs> MSN. Well, it was we were teenagers. That's what was. That yeah, was what I know. Yeah, it's just yeah. given me a huge flashback. Ever since Facebook Messenger when it first started, I was always better at talking to girls there than in real life because. Because, like in real life, you can prep text. Yeah, when I was when I <laughs> yeah, was yeah, dating through uni, I what? would remember. What dated through uni? First year. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> um, I would remember like during the day I would be focused on like. Uh, how do I look? How am I standing? Uh, what I would wear? Like how I would deliver saying something? And I was so wrapped up in me, that whole like self-absorbed thing that I would realize I'm not really, not really thinking about whether I like him. Um, so I feel like over the internet, I don't have like I don't need to look think about what I look like or yeah, how I'm standing. True. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I completely agree with that because I think, like, when... I don't know, actually. Actually, no, no, you're right because I'm, I'm trying to think about what's been happening to me. I've... You don't need to care about, like, how you look while you're texting someone because they don't see you. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, obviously, you can obsess about, like, whether you put a full stop there or not, but, like, that's mm. that's different. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. I think the only thing is though because you can almost perfectly plan your replies you don't know like you might seem like you have chemistry over like message or on the phone call or something like that but then when it gets to face to face whether you actually naturally bounce off each other that's another issue because i think that's how you can know if you're compatible with someone or at least get on with them if when you're face to face and conversation just flows and you don't need to overthink every sentence that you're about to say you just naturally bounce off each other yeah, if that makes true. sense when the lockdown is over do you think that this newfound courage of yours will extend to like <laughs> being able to go up to someone that you see say in a bar tell you what next next week join us when we live Live, um, live, live, live match gem and like control her bumble. Yeah, like can you, can you, could you go up to a stranger and like start a conversation because you're interested in them? I just think, think that's as popular as it is nowadays, though. But I, I could start a conversation. Oh, I've never had an issue with that. Like, I, I'm, I love making new friends and meeting new people. But friendship um, is different. In my house, it's great. Friendship is different to but like that's how I starting it because situation. like. If I, I don't know, I think I've definitely in the past, like, if I thought some guy was cute at, like, a house party, I'd maybe, have I started a conversation? I think I have started a conversation, but out of, like, a friendship basis. Oh, okay. Like, that's the way I would do it. I'd be like, oh, let's just become friends with this person. So then pushing it further, then, pushing my question further. Um, once you have made friends with this person, do you feel that you can bring yourself to starting that conversation about being truthful about your feelings towards them? Mm. And this question is also for you. <laughs> Providing that we weren't in a relationship with each other at this point in your life now, do you think that 
after the friendship and flirting period, do you think that you can initiate? How the, my mind is now. I right? have feelings with you. Yeah. How my, okay. Um, how your mind is now. Yeah, I think after watching all that terror type stuff, I'm like, I'm just gonna do this from now on because it's way easier. And I think I can. Right now, I put people on, or I, I think I, I would think I would put my crushes on less of a pedestal than I than did as a did. teenager. Yeah, yeah. Because I was probably like in my head as a teenager. But now I'm just like, people are just... People. Dumbass people, man. Yeah. They're so annoying. So I would not put them as high up and just be like, hey, I like you. Do you like me? Do you want to go on a date? No? Yes? Mm. Cool. It's all well and good that I can message someone first. And I think that's a good step for me. But I think like being face to face with a person and then saying to them hey i'm kind of interested in you do you want to go on a date i think that would definitely be another like milestone i'll have to reach but i don't think i'm necessarily closer to getting there because i think that's so daunting no and i can get very awkward and shy even though i'm very extroverted yeah i can see that i'm just scared of rejection I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it'd be a super awkward situation if someone was like, nope. I think that's the thing, though. You have to kind of just be fine with people not liking you. Or and not that's my issue. Yeah, that is your issue. I don't like it when I meet someone who doesn't think I'm a nice person. I'm like, why? Yeah, but true. I try so hard, you know? And that's more of an issue within myself. I need to s- stop caring. Akina? What would you do? I've been thinking about it um, while you guys are talking. And to be honest, I think now if we weren't in a relationship and I was trying to tell someone that I like them, knowing me, I would try to do it in the most... Do you know how Akira told me she liked me? How? how? She didn't. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about now. With all the things that I've Let's go back I've to learned. that. And, and let's, let's, let's do a history lesson. Can I just say, can I just slip in right here? I knew from the beginning. I told yeah, you so. Yeah, so everyone else claims that, okay, Jim? You're, yeah, you're not alone. It, it so, was everyone else as well. Um, how would you do it now? Oh, I would try to do it in like the most organized and business-like <laughs> way possible and i would be like sit them down and i would have a list and i'll be oh like today we're gonna discuss <laughs> oh my section God. a i like you section b this is why section c how should we proceed and like it's kind of like i know it's just the only way i can wrap my head around such like strong feelings is to like regiment it because that's mm. the person that I've become now in like my adult life. Um, and I think it definitely start becoming funny. And that would make me feel more comfortable with myself. Because it's like, this is funny. This is ridiculous. You would feel more comfortable. I don't think the guy would though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> if it's someone that I like, then they would be used to that part of me would they i don't and think also, i would be used to that yeah, yeah, yeah. also if so. like they weren't okay with that part of me then i would take it as like all right well that's a big part of me so it just means it can't work yeah yeah i agree with that okay i think they need to be kind of okay that that is who you are yeah 
And I think I'm more comfortable with that now than when I was a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was trying to become some form of what I knew they liked. Um, so th that is how I would try to act around them. But ultimately, now I know that if you do that, you have to keep it up, even after they say yes. And at that point, you're just acting. So now we got to move on to our segment. This is Asian F. It's our segment where one of us has two minutes to give a report related to our subject today. The others can comment and grade the report, either an A star or an A, also known as an Asian F. Okay, so it's your turn, Connor. I'm going to time you. Your two minutes starts now. Wait, is it me? No, no it's, it's Connor. Me. Oh, right. I was like, whoa. So, okay, cool. Yeah. The concept <laughs> of modern dating began in the early 20th century, basically at the turn of it. So here are 11 facts from dating studies that maybe people should know about. <clears throat> Fact number one, 81% of people will lie about their height, weight, or age in online dating profiles, obviously, because um, people want to be the ideal partner for anyone else. So that's kind of, you know, watch, you know, don't bring a tape measure to the date, but, you know, yeah. be wary. <laughs> Number two, people who have the word love in their profiles are more likely to find love. Jem, do you have the word love in your profile? <laughs> no? Okay. Three. Um, well, the word love were more successful in finding the researchers that discovered that men benefited from using the words heart, children, romantic, and relationship. Interesting. Children is interesting. Wait, say that again. Say that again. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. wait, sorry. My, my, my is saying that funny thing. thing. Oh, okay. Pause. Okay, we'll wait. I'll pause, the, I'll pause the timer. I said, right, um, right. researchers discovered that men benefited from using the words heart, children, romantic, and relationship in their profiles. Really? Really? Yeah. I don't think that I would look at someone's profile and be like, oh, he likes children. That means, I mean, me too. Maybe, that freaks me out. Maybe it depends on what age you are, though. Yeah, I mean, you two are 20 earlys. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a lot. Like, if you are older and dating, you will want to know whether they have children. Uh, yeah. Wh whether they want children, that is. Uh, okay, my thing's back. Okay. Ready to resume? Yep. Three, two, one. Fact three. Men spend 50% less time reading online dating profiles than women. That makes sense. Because men sense. are lazy shits. <laughs> Fact four. Race and class are most important factors to daters. Oh, which I get. Oh. I can get class. Which is problematic in a lot of ways. I can almost get class. There's another. There's a whole another episode about how um, dating and being Asian is got. Yeah, issues. that's definitely an episode we need to talk about. Yeah, that's a new episode, guys. Number five, the algorithms. The algorithms can't predict whether two people are actually compatible. That's bullshit. Okay, if Match.com is sending you adverts about saying we can find your perfect match with an algorithm, it doesn't work. That's not how human compatibility works. Yeah. Um, one third of online daters never go on dates with people they meet online. Women who yeah, don't drink receive 24% fewer messages than women who do, which is also worrying. Oh. And uh, that's my timer. That's it. I uh, just read facts because I had a whole report prepared and then i realized it was kind of boring so i found them but actually i found those facts kind of interesting the yeah, last one was kind of, kind of worrying what, the, what if was they it? if they drink the drinking thing yeah 
Um, it's it's. Worrying. I'm hoping it's just for like a social thing, like oh yeah, yeah. So we can drink I'm together. thinking that, especially in the UK where there's such a huge drinking culture. Yeah. Um, if if you if you're a drinker and your partner doesn't drink, that's really gonna affect what you do socially. Um, because I know that I drink much less because of you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, the other thing that worried me and kind of made sense is the race class race thing. Classing. I don't yeah. get why race would play an issue. That's just kind of sad. No, I get it. I don't. I know. see. I it. don't. I don't. I'm not okay with it. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Okay. But oh, I'm yeah, kind yeah. of okay with class being an issue as long as they're not like ill working class people because it also tells you a lot about what you can do with them what do you mean like like if you're financially oh, stable okay. I you meant like mm, this guy's rich no like if you're financially <laughs> stable enough to like go on trips and you want to go on trips with your partner and you're with someone who can't afford it then i would take that into consideration yeah that's true yeah that's true i can see that now um but if it's like gross poor people then i don't get that <laughs> Um, overall, I think you were kind of like nonchalant about giving that report. What you do were you, mean? you were super like not passionate. Yeah. I did not feel the passion, which You're is why you get just an like matter of factly and like there was no enthusiasm. That's just my voice That's or life. Bad. Fix your voice. That's a, bi- <laughs> <laughs> That's a biological handicap. <laughs> Um, and also, I don't think you... Did you finish all the facts that you were going to go over? Because it sounded unfinished. Uh, yeah, I finished it. Now, let's see your notes. No. It sounded like you ran out of time. Yeah, I ran out of time. I got to... I, I had, like, a few facts left. I had, like, four facts left. Well, what are the other facts? I'm just curious. Do you want to finish off the list? Yeah. Um, so, the list is... About 30... Um percent of women consult with a friend about their profile yeah, only 16 percent yeah. of men do couples yeah. who meet online are more likely to break up really i can see that i, yeah. ca- I can i understand that yeah, on the flip side couples who meet online are less likely to divorce oh wait what so they're the most likely to break up but they're the least likely to divorce yeah so break up. How does that work? Maybe they're they're quick to break, break up. as a boyfriend girlfriend, but yeah. if they make it to marriage, they won't then they'll divorce. stick. Yeah. Okay. Online dating saves people six six thousand four hundred dollars US dollars on average. Oh, I would have thought that it would like make you spend more because you have to go on more dates and to get to know them. Last, yeah. That's the last fact. Because like if you meet someone through a mutual friend or like at work or school or something then you don't really have to spend that much money going to see them yeah that's true so I that thought confuses me i want to know how it saves money i want to save money um it <laughs> saves money by i guess if you like play it smart and like only go to um only go Their to house. parks <laughs> like cheap dates like go to a park oh, it's because you get married sooner oh really oh. Yeah, couples who meet online get married at an average of eighteen and oh, a half months. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, maybe that's average. because a lot of maybe these facts are taken from people who are on like you know like Match dot com that kind of thing where they're looking yeah. for couples who don't marriage. meet online. On the other hand, they wait an average of forty two months before getting married. 
42 months. As opposed to 18 and a half. Oh. I suppose if you're on an online dating site, you're there for a mission. Who spends yeah, $130 maybe? per week for dates? You know what? Drinks are expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't really know. <laughs> but cool. That is our episode this week. I uh, hope you guys got some insight on how to shoot your shot. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Not sponsored by Nike. Just don't, do it. Don't sue us. It'll be fine. Or just take it step by step. Don't force yourself. If you're super uncomfortable, just do it bit by bit. But everything will be okay. Yeah. There's... Yeah, and if you shoot your shot and it's, it's super a miss, empowering, girls. it's fine. Join Bumble. Bumble sponsor us, please. <laughs> or anything else. Or anyone else, please. <laughs> so if you want to listen to more of our episodes, where can they do that? Connor. Uh, <laughs> Connor. You can follow us on Instagram at Rice's Rice Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Rice's Rice underscore Pod. And you can follow us on YouTube at Rice is Rice. Nice. And our episodes are out every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those other good podcasting sites. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. Or not, because six feet apart. <laughs> yeah. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to get some rice in your life. <laughs>